Hi. Hello. How's it going? My name is Ash. I'm 24. I'm a Virgo. And welcome to Bible study. We're all children children of of Jesus. Jesus. Remember that vine? Christine Sedelko, anyone? R.I.P. She's not dead. She just... Jesus Christ. Um, there was a loud noise just now. And if you hear any click clacking, I'm watching my, uh, my family dog. It's a senior dog. She's deaf. Her name is Addie. And she's, she just burst in the house. Okay. Um, she's probably looking for me and she doesn't know I'm in here, but I can't call her and I'm not going to get up. So good luck, girly. Um, what the fuck is up? This is episode 11, I believe, of No Eye Contact. It's called No Eye Contact because I have anxiety. Don't. Stop. I don't like it. You get it. <laughs> so, today I want to talk about Christianity. I know, hot topic. Hot topic since like... When did Christianity show up? I was going to say like 40 AD, but I don't I don't even know. When When did Christianity begin? I'm in here. She's like right there. She could find me. <gasps> Hi. Were you scared? It's okay. Also, she's very scared of my cat. The cat sits in the corner and stares at her. And the dog just cries because, and the cat's hissed once, but only once. So I think that's good. Okay. It says early Christianity. This doesn't tell me anything. First century CE. What the fuck is CE? Bitch, I know. What is CE? I was about to say I know AD and BC. But then it just occurred to me that BC, isn't BC before Christ and AD is after death? Am I, am I losing it? Is that what that stands for? Is that how deeply rooted Christianity is? So it's incorrect. All right. What the fuck does it mean then? We're just learning today. Okay. So BC and AD... BCE and CE, which I saw that when I was looking up what the fuck this means. Okay. Okay. BC is before Christ and a Christian monk decided to start measuring years back from the birth of Jesus Christ. And then AD stands for Anno Domini. How do you say that? Let's hear it. Anno Domini. Anno Domini. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Anno Domini. Which means it's Latin for in the year of the Lord. So, but it's it, it gets incorrectly said as after death. My bad. Um, so, B.C., before Christ, Anno Domini when he was born on 
Why do we measure it that? It's so stupid. C he okay, C E and B C E. C E stands for common or current era, while B C E stands for before the common or current era. These abbreviations have a shorter history than B C and A D, although they still date from at least the early seventeen hundreds. They've been frequently used by Jewish academics for more than a hundred years. So that B, C, E, and C, E have started to replace B, C, and A, D. Mainly in science and academia. Because of religious neutrality. <sighs> Hell yeah. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> I didn't even like, I didn't even mean to start that way. Anyways, we're talking about Christianity today. so much to say about it you know just so much to say I feel like I should start with my history with Christianity um I grew up in the bible belt I'm still in the bible belt like literally on the road that my house sits on there's about six or more churches just on the one road alone why do you need that many here's the thing you don't um so living in the bible belt uh it's it's being a christian is the is the norm it's expected people make comments people make comments people make comments i don't even know how to finish that sentence anyways when I was a child, we went to this church and we went there many years and I was tricked into thinking, I was very young, but also like I, I went there so much. It was like a, it was a, it was kind of the only stable part of my childhood for a, a while uh, because I, I moved schools a lot and we like moved towns a lot, but we we were just moving towns around the area and like schools and shit, but we always went to this church. So, you know, it was like a stable community. I, I, <clears throat> I had kids my age that I was friends with. So it was like, you know, whose house can I go to after church? Sometimes, um, you know, you would get like a couple families to, to meet up at the same restaurant after church that was the fun part of church was like the socializing and the fucking good eats afterwards. Um, but at that time we were doing a lot of church. We were doing, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, you, you go Wednesday night. My mom was in the praise band, so she would have practice on Saturdays. For some reason I went to that probably because my dad was working. And so she would take us there, and then the other kids whose parents were in the praise team, we would just fucking run around the church, just being hooligans. And, and I, I was in GAs, Girls in Action. That's what we did on Wednesday nights. I don't even, like, really know what it was. I just know they separated uh, boys and girls into two different things and taught us about God I don't know uh I remember I went to the GA camp a few years 
don't remember much about it. They definitely had those nights where they like had people tell testimonies and such. And then like it was to try to like, they never tried to scare us. I've heard stories of like Christian camp shit where they're like terrorizing you into giving your life to Jesus. I think this was more of like trying to make you like sad, but they luck. I was lucky. I did not get put into a terrorizing Christian camp. But, um, I think when I was like 10 or 11, just the other kids my age were all, we were all being pressured to give our life to Jesus, which I didn't even know what that meant. I just was being told that's what I was supposed to do. And I knew that if I did this, the adults were happy. I was getting like praised for something I didn't even know like what it was. Um, and I remember like I had to sit in like a pew with one of the like deacons of the church or something. And he read me like a passage from the Bible and was like, do you take Jesus into your heart? And I was like, yes. And then, you know, then they had the baptism night. And so you get to stand in front of the whole church and... Ashley, do you take Jesus into your heart? And in the power of the... the what is the saying? The power of the, the blood, the Son, the Holy Spirit. What is the saying? The Son, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. And then they dunk you under the water, which is kind of fun because I'm just like, I'm... I'm just like, I get to swim for a second in church on a stage. And then everyone cheers. And I'm the main character for a second, you know? But I don't know what it means, and I don't really care. I'm just doing what I'm told to do, and I'm being praised for it. And then I do remember... Because also when you're that young, you're not like... You're not, you're not thinking deep you know but so <laughs> I can remember there were a few times growing up that like I really wanted something or I really wanted I really needed like a good grade so I didn't get grounded and so I would like pray <laughs> this is this is fucked up I would pray and I would be like I would be like dear God if you are real please let this thing happen please let this thing go right and I, I promise you, I will, I will read the Bible or I will start paying attention to church or I'll start, I don't know, I'll do something God that I thought God wanted me to do. And then the thing would happen and I'd be like, psych bitch, fingers were crossed behind my back. <laughs> um, so if there is a God... He doesn't like me, but uh, there's not. Anyways, <laughs> so I accepted Jesus into my heart, and I'm a Christian, and oh, the church fell apart. This is hilarious. This is so funny. So the preacher, the pastor, I don't know which one, the preacher's name is Michael of this church and he has a wife 
and they have three daughters together and they actually live in a house directly behind the church. And so, uh, apparently, and I will say this. So I liked Michael as a child. I thought he was cool. He was very nice. He was like approachable. He was like, Hey, what's up? Like he was fun. His wife though was a bitch. Okay. She, I remember she was also, this is small town shit. She was also like my kindergarten teacher and I can, I like, I remember in kindergarten, like, I did not like her vibes. Like, she just came off as such a jerk, and she was scary, and she was really strict, and, like, I didn't like her. And in the church, I didn't like her. Like, I think I didn't say hi to her unless I had to. Anyways, this is, that's no excuse. That's just fun facts. But, so, apparently, and I, I at the time I was a child, so I didn't know what was happening, but I was told this by my parents when I was like older. So apparently this new lady started coming to our church. She was going through a divorce and she started coming to our church and she started taking meetings with Michael because she wanted, I think basically she wanted a therapist for like as she's going through this divorce because a lot of Christians don't believe in like actual you know behavioral help mental help so they just turn to their religion so she was being counseled by the pastor about her divorce and apparently Michael developed a little crush on her and When she would come to these meetings, he would, like, shut the door. And there was always, like, one of the church ladies was, like, the secretary. You know what I mean? The one of the little gossiping church ladies. And they didn't like that he closed the door when they would, would, like, meet. And then one of the church ladies overheard him on the phone to one of his boys, who was also probably, like, a deacon of the church, literally saying... Uh, talking about this woman saying like you know if she gave me the word I would leave my wife my kids and the church right now (laughs) bro why would you say that (laughs) why would you say that that's like what do you what are you doing so of course the gossiping church lady told more gossiping church ladies and like they were fucking pissed and so they approached him and they were like we heard you say this thing you need to come clean and so they had like i think it was like a wednesday night or maybe it was a sunday night um and they were like no kids allowed and they like were very strict about it. And I can remember that night and I was, I'm a, I've been nosy my whole life. So I was like, what is going down? What the fuck is going on? Like, I want to know the fucking tea. But so apparently in front of the whole church, he was like, Hey guys, this is what happened. And I think that they thought he was going to be like, So because of this, I'm stepping down as the pastor, but he was like, 
Um, I'm actually counseling with my boys, the deacons, and we're going to work through this problem. It's going to be fine. And so that it, it turned into like a giant argument where like half the church was like, no, you should step down. And then half the church was like defending him. But pretty soon after that, he like obviously got a divorce and left. Um, and it's not called whatever it was called when I was there anymore. It's a completely different church. But so pretty much around that time, we moved to South Carolina and my parents started going to a mega church. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to a mega church, but it's literally fucking awful. It's horrible. Well, church in general is just fucking scary. But um mega church is literally like a basically a it's not a stadium. I almost said stadium. It's a giant church where like thousands of people go they usually have multiple sermons and like hundreds of people are at each sermon if not uh, if not like a thousand people that's probably not right um (laughs) but a lot of fucking people go like way too many people like an overwhelming amount of people there's no like sense of community because there's just so many fucking people and i think like literally the the first day we went there Like, when we left, I was just so overwhelmed that I think I just, like, I just started crying. I was just, like, I I hate it. I don't like it. And that's when I realized, like, the only reason I liked my other church was because of the community. Like, I I had friends there, and, like, it wasn't an overwhelming amount of fucking people. Like, it was just, yeah. So, pretty much after that, I was, like, wow, I don't like church, and I don't think I've ever believed in this God character. But, so yeah, besides besides that church, the only other, like, kind of stable part of my childhood was, um, the, it was, it was this daycare run out of a church. And I, I went there for years, like, fucking every week, dude. I went there for years. They did, um, during the summer, they kept you from, like, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., every day during the week and then during the school year they would pick you up from school and keep you till five and they and and so like I had a lot of friends there because like I fucking grew up there and I think I did like preschool and kindergarten there and then like obviously I was doing like the daycare shit for years like I was there until like sixth grade (laughs) from from preschool to sixth grade I was at this place um And there was a few times, like, even though it was in a church, I mean, it was like, it was like an, an air of Christianity, but they were never like really pushing it on us or like talking to us about it. Cause, cause they were just trying to like, it was just a daycare, you know, but there was a few times where they, for some reason, like got on these kicks where they were like, oh, on Wednesdays, we're going to take you to the chapel and like make you listen to a sermon and I fucking hated when they did that it wasn't consistent but they would go through phases where they did it and I was like why am I not fucking running around on the playground right now why am I in here (laughs) Mm, why am I not playing my Nintendo DS anyways So yeah, that's pretty much my 
So I think I never really believed. Like, I think I, like, did kind of performative things to, like, make elders happy, make my grandparents happy. Because, like, I knew it's what they wanted. But I never, like, I never, like, really bought into it, you know. But, so, my grandparents are very religious. Like, it, like, God is a personality trait for them. And that's fine. But just, like, don't be an ass, you know? Um, I can remember they, like, would always try to bribe me to go to church with them. They would literally text me and be like, hey, if you go to church with us on Sunday, we'll take you to Olive Garden afterwards. And sometimes it worked. But then I realized that's what they were doing. And I was like, "Mm, it's not worth it because I fucking hate this shit. I'm not listening. I'm literally spending... I don't even remember how long church is. How long is church? Is it an hour? Is it two hours? Is it like 30 minutes of worship and then an hour? Is it like, what is it? I would just like fucking disassociate. Uh, Before my brother left for college my grandparents wanted to say goodbye to him. And so he asked me to go with him because he has anxiety just like me. And so before we left the house, they wanted to pray over him and they pulled out a travel size oil. And I kept being like, what kind of oil is it? Like, is it like, olive oil or is it like vegetable oil or is it like a special christian oil like what is it and my grandma was like my brother brought it up to me and he he thought that my grandmother was like kind of getting annoyed with me because they didn't answer me for a minute like they just kind of kept talking over me and i was like but what kind of oil is it but what is the oil but she had this travel size oil because at her church that sunday they had given them out and told them to go home and put the oil over there over their doors that doesn't sound like a cult right (laughs) um but so they fucking like smudged it's olive oil by the way she finally answered me it's olive oil they smudged olive oil my brother's head which is fucking weird and then they both put a hand on him and they took turns doing the like most dramatic fucking prayers i've ever heard in my life like they were literally like Dear baby Jesus, like, please keep the demons from Cameron while he's at college and please help him find godly friends. And I, I know that he, he comes back to you, blah, blah, blah. I pray the blood of Jesus Christ over him. And it was just like, like, that's wild. <laughs> like, that's wild. And, uh, I realized that I put off going to hang out with them a lot, which sucks because usually when I am like hanging out with them or talking to them, I have like a pretty good time. Like, cause they are pretty, you know, good at holding conversation and they can be, especially if my grandfather's there, like they're pretty funny. My grandfather's very funny. But I just, it just always comes back to God. Or it's always ends in like inviting me to church. And 
I don't want to go to church and also I don't believe in God but like I can't tell them that because even though like I get that they wholeheartedly believe in God like this is a personality trait for them I understand that I respect that I know that they could not respect knowing that I don't believe in God they would double down and make it a mission that they have to like save my soul so it's better to just ghost them um and that sucks because like I can't be myself they these people who are supposed to show me unconditional love will never know the real me because of them because of how they choose to like fucking look through like the lens of their life um okay so over the summer when my brother was here they hosted a bible study for all my cousins and my brother they knew better than to invite me i never got a text inviting me thank thank god bless up um because they knew better they would say shit to my brother like oh you should tell ashley to come and but they never texted me because they knew i wouldn't i would not have been there and my brother did not want to be there but he's like too nice but he's there was a couple times i think my brother tried to like question what was being taught and there's just there's no explanation like one that i can remember is my brother said they were talking about how like god god knows every choice you're gonna make before you make it but he gives you the choice anyway to like make the right choice even though he already knows what choice you're gonna make aka you don't have a choice aka there's no such thing as free will and so my brother was like kind of questioning that and being like what's the point in having a choice if he already knows what you like that's just that's stupid <laughs> and like my parents or my grandparents couldn't explain it i think they were getting annoyed with him and uh oh another thing they said was oh my grandparents truly believe that the rapture is going to happen in their lifetime they i think at the bible study they said something like oh y'all don't need to worry about like burial or like funeral plans for us because the rapture is going to happen in our lifetime huh bitch what what and i told my mom that recently and i was like do you as an adult who has known them way longer than like I have do you believe that do you believe that they don't have like a will or anything because they truly believe the rapture's coming any day now and she was like yeah I could see it and I'm like that's fucked dude that's fucked how like And my mom was like, because my mom is a Christian, but she's a she's a little more laid back. 
not like my grandparents. And she was like, I mean, she was like, I mean, I could see why they think the rapture is going to happen any day now because like of what's happening. I was like, bitch, you could say that at any point in time during history. They literally were saying that when Obama got elected in 2000. When did he get elected? 2012? When was Obama elected? (laughs) I said 2012. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. He was elected in 2008. How old was I? I was 12. Obama. In 2008, they were like, rapture's coming any day now. Yup. Obama's the Antichrist. Yup. And then somehow it switched because... Trump could not be the Antichrist because Trump is our savior and even though he's on Epstein's flight logs and he has multiple allegations with like minors and stuff uh, he is the savior and he is God's right hand man and he's going to actually lead us into heaven Um, but now that Biden's in office the rapture could happen any day now okay and like i'm sure when 9-11 happened oh wait 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 let's go back 2012 people thought the world was gonna end then they probably like here comes the rapture when 9-11 happened i'm sure some people were like here's the rapture y2k my grandmother thought y2k was really like some shit was gonna go down and they were probably like here comes the rapture you could say at any time you could say it at any point in time about anything and i think nothing's gonna happen i mean shit's gonna happen because like global warming and like we are like turning on each other and like just having wars with each other and trying to blow each other up and like starve each other out and like also destroying the planet but baby everyone's not all the christians aren't gonna disappear as they take like first class to heaven and then like the fucking sky and the earth aren't gonna open up and like fucking like I'm trying to remember anything from Revelations, but, like, I really don't remember. (laughs) All the fucked up shit where, like, dragons are coming and, like, the locusts and shit, like, it's, it's not gonna happen. I'm, I'm willing to put money on it. (laughs) So, I will never forget, uh, I was, when I was younger, an early teen my I was with my grandmother and my grandmother said something like all teenagers stray from God but they always come back bitch I ain't coming back and they also they love to like bring up when I gave my life to Christ when I was like fucking 10 like I still remember that day blah 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 I'm like bitch I was, if anything, I was like brainwashed. I had no idea what was happening. I had no idea what I was talking about. 
so it's just like annoying because i think a lot of people can relate to this and the fact of like you just they just like it's like delusional i'm not saying if you're a christian you're delusional i'm saying if you're like a certain type of christian you're delusional which is unfortunately i would say most of them uh and on that same note it is so annoying that christianity like even going back to the bcad thing like it is so deeply rooted it is it is so deeply rooted like supposedly we're supposed to have separation of church versus we're supposed to have a separation of church and state but it's impossible it's it's impossible it's in the pledge of allegiance you have to if you're in court you have to swear on a bible you can't you couldn't be the president unless you were an outright christian it's fucking printed on the money and god we trust i think that's what it says it's crazy and like now with texas overturning roe versus wade like it's it's and that's the thing of like okay true christianity versus like i guess it's more of a republican christianity where are you you know because i've i've met like chill christians who you know believe in god worship in their own way are spiritual in their own way but like definitely take the message of love which like even though the bible itself sucks because like there's literally a whole part where they they like explain how to buy and sell slaves um the main message i would say is love thy neighbor or jesus's main message is love thy neighbor but the republican christianity is weaponizing the bible to support like hate and ignorance and it's like did you read it did you read the book because like why are you not loving thy neighbor and here's the other thing jesus was a brown if not a black man and he would have been he would have been at the black lives matter protests he would have been at the pride festivals he would have been um helping the poor helping the homeless he would be welcoming refugees with open arms he would not support building the wall <laughs> like jesus was literally washing prostitutes feet and i don't know i just don't think y'all i don't think that they read the book right (laughs) it's like what are you learning what are you learning in there it's crazy the people who claim to support the religion are doing the exact opposite of it. Like they preach love and openness, but then they are the quickest to judge. They are the quickest to be hateful. 
It's just so weird. I took um my last my last uh what's it called? My last semester of college, I took gender and sexuality in the Bible as a class, and it was really cool. And you know, we talked a lot about how shitty women are treated in the Bible and okay fun fact not on like this but so in the original copy of the Bible it's it's not Adam and Eve it's literally like human and helper in like the yeah in the original like I think it's the Hebrew language, but the words look like, I think it's like Adama and then something that looks like Eve. And so when they translated it, they were like, oh, just say Adam and Eve and like, just call, like, just call a man and woman. But like, it doesn't, in the original translation, it doesn't specify a gender. Um, literally genders made up from the Bible. <laughs> uh, and then... Oh, there was something else. Damn, I can't remember. Fuck. But we, okay, we spent a whole chapter talking about Jesus because the Bible spends a lot of time talking about what a man is supposed to be, what like masculinity is, you know. You need to be like strong and you own property and you have to take a wife and you have to challenge anyone who challenges you and you have to do this this and this like fucking you know heteronormative bullshit but Jesus who is supposedly the perfect example of like the perfect man was not masculine at all masculine he was he was very feminine and he like literally didn't do any of the things that are listed as like what you got to do to be a man and I just found that so fucking cool that like not that I don't think the bible's cool but like how that's in the bible I don't know something to think about (laughs) uh fuck what was I gonna say I completely lost my train of thought but so in conclusion um we should kill God in conclusion I am going to kill God in conclusion you know what that kid on wife swap said Jesus was a carpenter that talked a lot it's not something I think Sherry herself there's no proof the bible was written a hundred years after he died i've just been i've just been thinking about christianity a lot how it's inescapable how it's so negative and hateful how it's weaponized into being like the worst fucking thing ever and also how my grandparents will never know me because if they knew me they would not accept me which is crazy because 
Jesus would accept me. Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. And if I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Um, I just remembered one of the camp songs from GA camp. I just remember two songs from GA camp and I'm going to sing them. One of them you have to do in a like kind of a Jamaican accent for some reason. I don't know. That's how we were taught it. It's called dig a little hole. <clears throat> dig a little hole, dig a little hole, dig a little hole and put the devil in it. Dig a little hole. Dig a little hole, dig a little hole and put the devil in it. God made man, man made the money. God made the bees and the bees made the honey. God made the devil and the devil made sin. So dig a little hole and put the devil in it. I don't even know if that was a Jamaican accent. (laughs) The second one, I don't know the name of it. I have a little heart. I keep my Jesus in. I take him out and and share him with my friends. I have a little heart. The devil can't come in. And if he knocks upon my heart, I'll bust him in the chin. And we would like say that part really aggressively. That was the best part was when you go bust him in the chin. A lot of aggression towards the devil. That's the other thing is that like it wasn't the devil like he just like loved god too much and then god was like fuck off let's find out lucifer's story so to me like i get that he had like you know the fucking redheaded kid from incredible's backstory basically but but like okay i don't wait No, just tell me what happened. Oh, okay. Didn't know this. So Lucifer is the name of various figures in folklore associated with the planet Venus. Originally stemming from a son of the personified Dawn, the goddess Aurora in Roman mythology. And then it was absorbed into Christian folklore. I like that, Christian folklore. Um, as the name for the devil. So it's literally, he's like a fucking Roman mythology guy. The name means light bringing, morning star, shining one. Whoa. Tell me, yeah, tell me the Christian background. Let's see. This is like too much reading and I'm honestly like too dumb how did lucifer fall and become satan okay so here's who lucifer is according to christianity.com uh this king lucifer king king shit uh this king was a created being and left the creative hand of god in a perfect state and he remained perfect in his ways until iniquity was found in him what the fuck is iniquity 
What is iniquity? Iniquity is defined as being wicked or immoral in nature or character. Okay. What was this iniquity? This is a quote from Ezekiel 28:17. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty, and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. Lucifer apparently became so impressed with his own beauty, intelligence, power, and position that he began to desire for himself the honor and glory that belonged to God alone. The sin that corrupted Lucifer was self-generated pride. Hmm. Apparently this represents the actual beginning of sin in the universe. Preceding the fall of the human atom by an indeterminate time... Sin originated in the free will of Lucifer in which, with a full understanding of the issues involved, he chose to rebel against the Creator. This mighty angelic being was rightfully judged by God. I threw you to the earth. This doesn't mean that Satan has no further access to heaven, for other scripture verses clearly indicate that Satan maintained his access even after his fall. However, in Ezekiel, it indicates that Satan was absolutely incomplete. It indicates that Satan was absolutely and completely cast out of God's heavenly government and his place of authority. Hmm. Real interesting. That's really interesting. So he was like a narcissist. But did the angels have free will? Because if God made them maybe did so did god make him and like knew he was gonna do that bro it's literally a bad game of sims like it really really is so you know we're killing god this saturday we're meeting up in the walmart parking lot and we're gonna kill god so if you want to be part of it join my facebook page uh facebook.com slash i'm gonna kill god and you know we'll have a meet up and uh bring all your guns because i think that if we have enough ak's we can take him down so you know yee yee you, you hear me so yeah that's what i wanted to talk about today if you listen this far hey this is for you and if you're only listening, I'm I'm giving you a thumbs up. Thank you for listening. This has been No Eye Contact. My name is Ash. Um, if you, for some reason, want to send me an email, whether it be because you want to, like, tell me, like, this, anything I talk about in an episode, like, makes you think of a story or, like, a thought you have, or if you have a question or, like, a topic you want me to, like, expand upon whatever you can send me an email at young cinephile at gmail.com y-u-n-g-c-i-n-e-p-h-i-l-e at gmail.com and that's also my youtube channel where i put up my videos young cinephile i'm also trying to uh post more like actual youtube videos like not just podcast videos so you know check it out if you feel it if you don't feel it cool that's cool too and i hope you have a great day and an even better week and i will catch you on the fucking flip 
see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. You're actually probably pretty cool, so I take the last part back. Bye. Bye.